Food Friday on the Best Advice Show. And today, how to avoid unnecessary surprises in the kitchen. I am Jamie Feldmar. I am a food writer. I am a journalist who writes about food and chefs and cooking issues. And I help co-author cookbooks with professional chefs. My advice is to read a recipe that you want to cook all the way through from start to finish before you do anything, including shop for it. Does this include like reading the the 1000 word essay that precedes a lot of recipes on food blogs? Yup. <laughs> Those are called head notes. Um, in a cookbook, they're called head notes. On a blog, they don't really have a name, but... The reason you want to read those, even though I know that sometimes they can be long and self-indulgent, particularly if there isn't an editor, uh, but they usually, not always, but ideally, they should provide some helpful tips and tricks for the recipe. There might be a little bit of a personal story woven in, but there's also hopefully some sort of context clues about the recipe that can help you make sure you make it the right way at home. And that could be anything from, you know, explaining an ingredient that might be a little bit unusual or hard to find. Uh, The head note is probably where you'll put a substitution or an idea of where to get that ingredient or ideas for what to do if you can't find that ingredient. Hmm. It also might have some information about, say it's like a grilling recipe, but you don't have a grill. The author might say, if you don't have a grill, you can do this in the oven. And that kind of information would ideally live in the head note. Right. And you're not just saying this because you're a cookbook author. I'm not just saying this because I'm a cookbook author. I'm saying this because I'm also a home cook. I'm not a professionally trained chef. And the whole idea with reading the recipe before you start is to avoid any surprises. The idea is that you you know exactly what you're getting into because you've read the whole thing, you have an idea of your shopping list, you know if there's any ingredients that you don't have, what you're going to do to work around that, um, and you have a sense of how long it's going to take, and that way you can start thinking about what else you need to do. Like if, for example, like Thanksgiving dinner is a classic example, you know, a turkey is going to take two hours in the oven. So you can start thinking about what else you're going to make during those two hours while the turkey is cooking and maybe you're going to get into your mashed potatoes. So the idea is to prepare yourself so that you're not in the position of thinking that you were going to have dinner on the table in half an hour. And then you like are up for some nasty surprise where you learn that's not possible (laughs) in the moment. Jamie's advice reminds me of a classic Best Advice Show episode from Jordan, where he talks about being prepared to pay the stupid tax. I would say a stupid tax is the price you pay for doing something where you're either cutting a corner or you understand that you're not doing something to the best, whether it's of your ability or in the smartest possible way. And If it inevitably ends in a failure, you have to willingly pay the price, which is the stupid tax. Read those recipes in full, friend. You won't be sorry. Thank you for listening to The Best Advice Show. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with your family and friends. And consider leaving a rating or review at Apple Podcasts. 
Thanks so much. Talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.